0: every day in lessons because it gives our golfers the necessary feedback for improvement. The LiveView Pro is like having a swing studio in your pocket. It's a tool we recommend to anyone serious about improving their swing. Check it out at Liveviewsports.com backslash AMG to get $40 off at checkout. Alright Sean, we've got 15 minutes back on the clock and the last episode we left off talking about shoulder movements and and the proper shoulder movements throughout the golf swing, not only for distance, but for easier motion, for easier swings, more efficient swings, and moving the shoulders well make the golf swing a lot easier and a lot more fun and a lot more powerful. So we talked about the setup, what we like to see it set up. We talked about the early backswing, then we talked about, we kind of ran out of time getting to the top of the backswing and what we want to see What we do see with good players and what we want to see with more amateur golfers. And then this episode, we're going to take it all the way down through impact and then talk about some drills where we can, where we can work on good shoulder movements. Do you want to kind of recap the, the setup and the backswing?
1: Yeah. So, you know, the setup position, basically what we want, shoulders kind of relax forward in, in the sockets, let's say, instead of pulling them back. I know we talked about it before. You don't really want to feel like you're pulling your shoulder blades together, or pulling your scaps together. Like we see, We've seen it taught a lot over the last, shoot, shoot, a lot of years. I mean, I know I was trying to do it for a long time because I thought that's what an athletic setup was, but it's not. But your shoulders roll forward so they got a little more range of motion, feels more relaxed, right shoulder slightly lower than the left, and then your spine should be basically straight. Don't, Don't tilt to the right to try to get the right shoulder lower. So that gives you your setup. And then as you start taking it back, you, the left shoulder for right-handed golfer, the left shoulder should start getting lower towards the golf ball more, not level toward the horizon. So that moves lower. The right shoulder starts moving back behind your head. And then where we left off is how you load the shoulders because you're loading the, you're, as you turn back, you're loading the, the upper body against the lower body. Everybody knows that everybody's heard of the X factor, or how much you turn your hips against your, your rib cage. What nobody really talks about is this, you know, loading of the shoulders where the left shoulder uh, pulls out in the socket and the right shoulder pulls back like you're throwing a ball. And that's kind of where we ended up last time. And that's an important uh, feature of the swing is getting the shoulders to load because when you come down, they're going to unload and that's going to allow you to get more club head speed and better direction control.
0: I've got a, uh, I've got a story about the pulling the shoulders back at setup. So, this has been years ago and I was down at the PGA show where, you know, you can see all the newest technology coming out for the next season, right? It's where the whole golf industry kind of comes together once a year in January. And I wanted to see, I won't name the name of the product, but I wanted to see this new 3d system, right? Cause I was interested in getting it. And I, I had scheduled, you know, they were taking scheduling for the demo. You got to make a schedule or a sign up on the, on the sheet there to, for your time to get demoed and walk through the software. So it was my time. And the guy, you know, just had basically a basic six iron and he would put you in the suit and you would make a swing. And then, you know, that was, that was kind of the demo. So I got in the I got in the suit set up to make my swing. And he stopped me before I took the club back. He goes, you're way off here. You we've got to get your spine and shoulders in a better position. I was like, all right. I don't know what that means, but okay. So and again, I'm I'm 6'5 and I was using just a basic regular stock six iron. So he put the he put the club across my chest where I mean the best way to describe this, it was laying across my chest, but it wasn't touching my chest because my arms were my shoulders were rolled forward. So he but had me to so he had me pull my my shoulder blades back far enough to where the club would touch my chest and my arms at the same time. Okay, so now I'm in my posture, my shoulder blades are pulled back as far, I mean, would never make a golf swing like this. Pulled back as far as I could and he goes, that's the setup posture. He goes, all right, everything looks good there. And he had his back to me while he was, you know, clicking on the keyboard doing that. And I said, all right, we've got a big problem now. He goes, what are you talking about? It looks great. I said, all right, turn around and look at where I'm at. The club was a foot and a half off the
1: ground. Exactly.
0: I I would need I don't know what kind of, a driver wouldn't have got to the ground. So he said we'll just bend from the knees more. So then to you know how much knee bend you have to do to recover a foot and a half off the ground. Needless to say, it the idea of that being the basis for the setup made would have made a golf swing unplayable for me. So don't try to do that. It's a long way of saying don't try to pull this. You know, have that kind of linebacker posture when you're setting up. So Shoulders back. It just, one, it hinders your ability to rotate and it hinders a lot of things and it's not going to be much fun and and nobody does it. That's the main
1: thing. It's so unnatural. I mean, the more we do this, there's this kind of natural look to swings that we like for, for, um, you know, when we're teaching or even looking at swings and that right there to me, that's the first red flag. When they start, like Mike said, looking like a linebacker or they're about to like brace to take a punch from somebody, it's like just set up more relaxed, just kind of fold over the fence. You don't have to be rigid. Now you don't want the upper back completely rounded. There's a you can have the ability to keep your some structure in your spine basically or upper upper torso without pinching the shoulder blades back. And it's almost a skill you have to learn.
0: Well, there's a whole lot of golfers in the Hall of Fame, especially the older generation of players that had you think of Jack Nicholas that had that kind of curve at the top true. of the back. You you it's don't true. see it the other way. You just don't no. see it. No. All right. So we've got the golfers at the top of the swing, All right, We've got the left shoulder lower than the right from down the line or face on either way. You want to look at it. There's tilt to the shoulders, the shoulders. If you connect a line between the two shoulder sockets, you know, I always call them the ball of the shoulders. If you go right between the two balls of the shoulders, that should basically be forming about a 90 degree angle between that and the, the line down the spine. Okay. So, yeah. And you can do that in a mirror. You can check that, uh, Most golfers, and we see very few golfers that are steeper than that. We see so many golfers that are much flatter than that, and that's flat is the killer. The flat's the killer, and that's going to really toss your spine around in the downswing, and make the club do all kinds of weird things.
1: Now, and I always show it's it's a it's a spot that a lot of over the toppers get into, and you know if they get to the top of the swing and their shoulders are too Mm -hmm. flat they basically will have to re-bend the shoulders down toward the ball. They've got to re-steepen them. And that, in golf, you're playing with momentum with the club. So anything that you put in in that first part of the downswing to steepen the shoulders back to a hittable spot, because your, your brain is very powerful at finding where it needs to be to hit the ball. So if you go from flat at the top and then steepen the left shoulder and point it down toward the ball in an attempt to get into a spot where you can hit, that momentum of that motion – throws the club over the top 100% of the time. So a lot of times I'll steepen up. You you would think it would be the opposite, right? It's like, okay, they're over the top. You wouldn't think that steepening the shoulders would help. It helps a lot because then they don't have to steepen the shoulders to start the downswing. A lot of times they might even feel like they go the other way. And that, for a slicer, that feels kind of good to get the club dropping inside.
0: I mean, we have such an instinctual concept of – moving the club into impact, right? The the club's on an angle. It's got a weird-shaped head that's on an angle. We kind of have an idea of how that should be arriving at the ball. When that gets totally tossed out the window in transition, the body is going to do all sorts of crazy things to try to return it back to kind of where it was at setup. And you're exactly right. When those shoulders flatten out and you've got that club almost always out of position, that first move is always going to be Steepen the shoulders because I turned on a, on a, on an incline coming back. And it's very, very, very difficult to do that kind of body motion and not have the club go with it. Very difficult.
1: It's coming with you Nine, 99 <laughs> times out of a hundred. Cause I've seen it a lot.
0: Yep. So we got to have the shoulders on an incline, basically 90 to the spine at the top. Now, One of our, I think our maybe our most popular YouTube video talked about how the shoulders move from there coming down. And what happens is the left shoulder goes down from there and the right shoulder goes down. Both shoulders are actually moving down in the downswing. Now they're keeping their tilt but you're actually, your right shoulder is kind of dropping in its socket and so is your left. So if you, if you make a backswing and you're facing a mirror, you know, you've got your mirror at home that you work on and your face onto your mirror. If you go to the top of your swing and maybe wife, girlfriend, son, daughter puts a little piece of tape kind of right in the middle of your left shoulder, the low shoulder on the backswing, your shoulder is, in the downswing should go just under that tape before it starts to rise. And we do not
1: see that very often with amateur golfers. No, as soon as they start down, they start popping that left shoulder back up again. Um, and, and when they do that, even for even for good players, once that comes up too soon, um, a lot of times a path is shifted so far out to the right, as soon as they drop that under, that they Are either going to hit a big block or a big hook? I would say that's probably the good a good player disease, especially one that gets too far underneath is to pop that shoulder up way too soon, too early in the downswing. I know I used to do it, and it would get me stuck underneath. So there's, you know, you got the guys that come over the top when they're flat at the top. You got the guys that are pretty good spot at the top, and then they pop the shoulder up. That's the opposite end of the spectrum because they're going to hit hooks and pushes.
0: Yeah, they've got uh, it's their way of lowering the club, right? That's right. So, you're up at the top, you got your arms in a certain position, the shoulders in a certain position. So many golfers are under the impression that be passive with the arms, don't use the arms in the downswing. So, but the club's got to come down. You've got to get the arms down somehow. So, instead of doing it with the arms, they'll just tilt to the right or pop that left shoulder up. And that will lower the club, but it also really messes up the shoulder turn. Like, it's hard to find those golfers who are square or open at impact with the shoulders most always they're massively shut at impact because of that little move out of the top
1: because of major club face issues I mean <laughs> I know from experiences I mean there's really like again you're working with momentum so if you're if your club is coming down at you know 100 miles an hour and you're tilted back your left shoulder's way up in the air or up too soon there's no place for the club to go but out to right field you can't Do anything at that point you can try you could try to artificially rip it around to the left to counter but you're not going to hit the center of the face at that point so once that shoulder gets up too soon that club is coming from the inside too much and you're just a slave to it and once that happens the club face turns over faster than it should Uh, and then you start either getting hooks or you hold it off so it's not a fun place to play from especially for you guys that have been in that position of feeling underneath, it's the worst position to feel like you're playing from.
0: Well, some of you might be thinking, okay, yeah, I can use more of that in the out to right field. That's with a driver. Now you put a seven on your hands and you're making that same move. The ground gets in the way really quickly. Drop kick. (laughs) Drop kick. And then you start alligator arming it, chicken winging it to miss the ground, and it just creates a snowball of things you do not want to have to deal with in the downswing. But it all, it really, for all practical purposes, starts right out of the top. Like you said, you can't put that horse back in the barn. That left shoulder pops up, you ain't recovering and dropping it and then doing it right. When it pops up, you're at its mercy for what happens next. All right. So the,
1: the trick, so just to recap it real quick, the trick, get your left shoulder down at the top. So your, your shoulders are about 90 degrees to your spine from down the line. And that first move it's a little, goes a little bit lower as it goes forward. And then it, once your hands get about waist high, then you'll start to see it ramp back up again. If you can get that timing of it, it's going to go a long ways to, for the club path to be really good and the face to be under control.
0: And that's really, you know, in the lesson setting, that's really as far as we talk about it. Because if it's if it's good in that position when that club's kind of getting past left arm parallel The golfer knows what to do from there. It's such an instinctive move from there that getting him there is where all the hay's made. All right. We got about two minutes left. Okay. Let's talk, let's let's talk about drills. Let's, let's talk about a drill that we can use in the backswing portion to kind of get the shoulders moving on a,
1: on a better angle. Yeah. I like simple stuff that you can do at the house, especially with the times we're in right now. A lot of people maybe aren't playing as much golf, you know, just take a, take your address position and lay a golf, put a golf club over your shoulder So it's across your chest, level to the ground and bend forward. Like you're going to hit a ball and then make your backswing turn, your normal backswing turn and kind of pay attention to where that points. If that's pointed almost level to the ground, you've committed that first kind of sin is making a level shoulder turn. So work on Pointing that down, maybe just outside the golf ball, so it's almost you know 90 degrees to your spine at the top, but learning how to turn that left one down and point the right one kind of back up in the air, the right end of that club, that'll start training your body. It's going to feel completely different. It might feel some muscles stretching that you haven't stretched before because it's like a more torqued position. I know when I turn steep like I'm supposed to, I feel a whole different set of muscles turning on. So I, I like that one just as a basic kind of get your feet wet with it.
0: I was doing that on the range. This is years ago. And the, an older guy, you know, it's like, you, you know those guys on the range or at your course who, who are always there, right? They've played so much golf. They're always there. They, they've they just been around the block. He saw me working on that, and he goes, let me show you something. So he had this, and I'd, I've i seen it before, but I never knew what he had it in his bag for. He had a a, a paint pole, you know, like the, when you're like rolling – and you can extend the pole out to be like 10 feet long or whatever. He would keep one of those in his bag because it, it it collapsed to about a driver length. And he pulled the paint pole out and made it about eight feet long. and Then he laid his driver down. So he had laid the grip of his driver where the ball would be, and then the head of the driver was, you know, 48 inches or 45 inches out past that. So he, he had me do the same thing with that paint pole. Put it across my shoulders and then make my— backswing turn he said have the other end of the paint pole the long end of the pole be angled somewhere in the width of that driver so it was about four inches or up four feet beyond the ball you had that window to move in i started doing i started doing that because my tendency was to do that drill to get too steep on it which i would never Mm, do in the golf swing you're
1: right too soon
0: yes exactly right so doing that and wind up kind of being in the middle of that four foot window there made so much more sense to me. And it, I thought it was an awesome drill. I wish I could remember.
1: Um, yeah, we got to use that one. His
0: exact name or I'd give him credit for it, but he was, he knew a lot of stuff about how to practice cause he was always practicing. And that, I thought that was a great drill. So put a paintball in your bag.
1: <laughs> I like it. All right. All, right. Um, All right.
0: We are out of time. Uh, anything on the downswing you like to do real quick?
1: Um, You you could do that drill. I like that drill that you said, using the mirror with the the tape on it, just to pay attention to it. I mean, it's just awareness that you're trying to get and get a kind of an image in your mind of what you're trying to do. Um, Things on the downswing are happening pretty fast, but just kind of having a sense of where you're supposed to be, I think, helps the most.
0: Yeah, you're exactly right. That's one of my favorite drills. Just go under that dot on
1: the mirror and you'd be good shape.
0: All right, um, Sean, we're done. We went a little long, but it's such an important topic to see it. We see it give golfers trouble every day. And if you can get the shoulders working right, you're going to be way ahead of
1: the game. Absolutely. And uh, if these are helping you, you guys can help us out a lot. Click subscribe over on iTunes. Leave us a review, maybe five stars if you really liked it. And uh, we're trying to help as many golfers as we can, so you can help us do that. We appreciate it.
0: Awesome, guys. We'll see you on the next one. Thanks.